Yo, 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 we're back again. Yes. This is The Way Love Goes with myself, Carrington Hawkins, and my lovely wife. Chelsea Hawkins. And we are a show where we'll be sharing our experiences and the experiences of others in an effort to educate and change the narrative on love and relationships amongst millennials. Gonna keep saying that, keep drilling it until you get it. It's in your brain, you know? You know? All right, so um, today's episode is going to be about discussions versus arguments, arguments versus discussions, you know. How to have a healthy argument, because not all arguments are bad. Let's mm-hmm. get that out the, you know, brain. You, you need that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, sometimes we go off the deep end, so we just wanted to do this episode to not only help you all, but to help ourselves as well, you know, because... Nobody's perfect. And we're still learning. We mess up sometimes. We're, we're not perfect. You know, only been married about three years now. Yes. We got a long way to go yet. We're technically newlyweds still. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got um some a couple of hot topics, too. Um, we'll be touching on the Cardi B situation. Um, I'll weigh in on that. And then um also got the Kodak Black thing coming up as well. We'll talk about that a little bit. And rest in peace. Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace to Brother Nipsey Hustle. Your uh, family, friends, Lauren London, your babies are in our prayers. Always. It is now time for the hot topics. Them hot topics, baby. Hot, 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 what, hot we, topics. what we getting on, baby? What we getting on? Go to get it started for us. We going to start with the Cardi B drama. Yeah, so you gonna tell them the story on that? You can tell. tell? Okay, so um, Cardi B, you know, there was a video I guess that uh was from about three years ago, where she on camera was talking about you know the things that she used to have to do, you know, prior to making it far as a rapper goes, and one of those things that she mentioned was that she used to, um, you know, lure men into uh rooms with her. Hotel rooms. Hotel rooms. Drug these men and then proceed from there to rob these men. Um, There were also other instances where she uh, would utilize uh, transsexual um, men um, in sexual acts with those drug men as well. Um, She caught some flack for that. Actually, I don't think that's true. I think that there was a video where she talked about like how she would get back at a dude and that's what she said she would do she would all oh, with that yeah okay. she would lure like them with or have a threesome with a transsexual woman and um just you know trick them out like that and then the next day she'll tell them like actually that person was born a man which was actually oh, pretty problematic so- you know, on so. some sneak, sneaky. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's that's not part of that. But anyway, she was drugging men and robbing them, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I understand that uh, when you're in that life and things are when you feel like you got to do what you got to do, you know, stuff like that happens. But when you're doing that, you know, you're out of pocket. You know, you're wrong. And um, I guess the problem that I have is not so much even with what Cardi B said or even what she did, because I'm no saint either. It's more so how 
people as a whole or the fans were so easily ready to let the behavior slide like all oh, she just had to do what she had to do when um if it was somebody else like maybe not their favorite maybe like any type of male artist or any just anybody else if they would have said that there would have been an uproar there would have been you know cancellations like oh what kind of person are you i like i remember when women were ready to black women were ready to not mess with michael b jordan because it was rumored that he preferred white women like stuff like that like invited all white women on the yacht but yeah but that's neither here nor there but that doesn't mean he just preferred them and he cleared that up but that's what i'm saying you um and that also leads into my other hot topic well actually i have something to say about it too yeah so um like you were annoyed with those type of people uh who you know basically defended her and like i don't you know condone what she did or you know the people defending her but i also don't condone people uh, like basically comparing her to R. Kelly. No. Nah, like I don't like how people are putting surviving Cardi B on like a hashtag when it comes to this because it feels like a kind of a backlash for you know certain men that you know believed R. Kelly or you know um, probably you know didn't believe you know the girls that are you know, blaming R. Kelly for whatever they, uh, whatever he did. But I just think that those two are like false equivalencies. Cause it's like, yeah, she lured men and everything, but R. Kelly's still, you know, denying ever doing anything like anything from his day to this day. From his past and from what he's currently doing with these two women in this house. And Cardi B, it's not like the rest of these, like, Me Too people that are have, you know, been yeah. called out. They was crooks, too. I mean, if let's keep it real. If you're soliciting, uh, uh, nine times out of ten, if you're around a stripper and y'all go back, you soliciting for sex, bruh. Like, let's be for real. It's still wrong. Y'all don't get it twisted. It's wrong, and y'all need, I'm just saying, keep the same energy. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's not the same. And it's like Cardi B, she could have been called out, and, like, that dude that came out after that video came out that said that it happened to him, too, and stuff like that. Like, he, I feel like that was, like, a clout chaser, and not to say. Yeah, I didn't believe that either. Not to be, like, uh unequal you know to like stories of sexual abuse and stuff but i feel like he was a clout chaser because if he really was you know sexually abused by cardi b then i feel like he would have said things you know before but he was saying that he had a fiance so he didn't want to come out so that's another shady thing but you know i digress leading to my other Hot topic, Kodak Black. Young brother Kodak Black. Little guy Kodak Mm. Black. Okay, so um, in the wake of Brother Nipsey's death, 
Kodak Black made some very ignorant and insensitive remarks as it pertained to his um, late fiance, wife, no. or they call it widow. Widow. Well, they weren't married, but you said late fiance. She not dead. I mean, yeah, yeah. well, widow. <laughs> but um, Kodak Black, you know, pretty much said, you know, he was feeling her. You know, in so many words, he was feeling her, and he gonna give a year before he holler at her. Type deal. Um, and a lot of people were pissed off about it. Very angry. Um, you had rappers like The Game, T.I., um, Gilly the Kid. These all OGs. Um, and, and Tank says something, but his was more like, bro, like, calm down. Don't do this right now. Yeah. And which is, and I'm, I'm going to touch on that too, because that's, I didn't know that. Um, that was the way that. The other three should have came at it. Yeah. Um. I do believe that. Now I, I understand y'all anger and how y'all feel because I feel the same way. It was very ignorant. Be but, um, I can also understand why Kodak gave the half apology that he gave. Cause um, he, how old is he? I don't, he's, he's under twenty five. He's yeah. under twenty five. So he's young, and I know when I was young, if I did something wrong and didn't really understand what I did was wrong. And the only response that I got was somebody pretty much threatening me. I'm going to lash out, too. I'm going to make sure that y'all trying to prove what y'all talking about when it comes to me. Because, hold on, I'm not, you know, I might be a young man, but I'm still a man. And you got to understand, he's in a position where he's making a good amount of money off rap, too. And, you know, I just looked up. He's 21. And you don't, like... You always got to take into account how people were raised, period. That is, he he tell you who he is. He is a project baby. If you, And he said, like he said in his video, I do for 100% believe if anybody would have reached out to him directly and, you know, explained to him on a, you know, on a big bro, little bro level or even just a peer level, like, come on, bro, this is not. This this ain't it. This ain't the time. Like you can feel how you want to feel, but like you know, people are still in mourning. This that's what you said was out of line. Yeah. You there's no need for disrespect and threats and this that and the other. Y'all trying to ban the kid music from places like. And that brings like, up another topic, like cancel culture. Like I already, I think I touched this touched on this on the last episode, but I am not canceling a uh, person of color. I'm not. Like, that's what I plan on doing this year. Like, because I was, like, really canceling people left and right in the past. And, like, you really got to understand how people were raised, their age, and, like, their mindset, you know? Because Kodak Black, I don't want to say anything mean, but... He does come off pretty ignorant at times, you know. A lot of the time. Yeah. But that's and, okay. Like, like, like Cole said, he just wished that he had more guidance. Exactly, and that's all people need, really, is guidance when they're going through these situations. And they, and, and and it's really it's on us. Like we complain, we complain, and we complain, and we complain about these kids, but it's on us. Like. I know a lot of them don't listen or, you know, don't want to. But, like, if we're not 
setting the example or leading by example, what are they to be? You know, what are they to look at? Yeah, we're we're following them. That's why it's like the kids don't have to change. We trying to do what the kids do. Look at we trying to do all their dances mm-hmm. that they do. Trying to dress like them, like the kids set the tone. But we have to be the leaders. If y'all if y'all want to see the change that y'all want and want the these children these because they are children. I you know we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we got to do it. We got to leave from the front. And, like, that takes a lot of work and patience, but I think it's necessary for the future. And, like, not to get too deep, but, like, that's the truth. And probably, like, another thing that I want to touch on is, like, how all these rappers and all these people came out against that when talking about Nipsey's girlfriend, but, like... Just some weeks ago, he was basically sexually harassing young and young and May. And nobody said nothing. And nobody said anything. There was no type of backlash for her. And yes, she there was might nobody be nobody like you weird, bro. Why you on that junk? She might be very. She might be very masculine and everything, but like sometimes women need for the, you you guys to stick up for them too. Period. And like, yeah, like. That they were sticking up for Lauren London, but really they were sticking up for Nipsey honestly, at the end of the day. Honestly, so that's just being honest. I don't want to go it. too <laughs> far off topic, but I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah, but we we wanted to touch on those those two things because they were weighing well, you know, real heavy on us. And we had to get that up off our chest. Yeah, all our friends was talking about it. And we wanted to say something, but we was just we like, had to wait. bring it to the podcast. Bring, bring, bring it, it bring to it. the podcast. All right. All right. With that, we are now going to head into our main topic. Yes. That will be the arguments versus discussion. Uh, or debates, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we get into these topics. On hand, which is arguments versus discussions versus debates. And, you know, as we were talking and planning for this episode, we just realized we didn't have all the tools, you know. (laughs) But um, we did come up with something that we could tell you guys. And that's just when you're arguing or if you went through your first argument, you need to set up rules and boundaries. Yes. You need the boundaries. Because, like, with rules and boundaries, you you get, a like, a guideline on, you know, what I can say, what I can't say, what I should do, what I shouldn't do. Like, for example, like, when I'm mad, when Carrington makes me mad, I need some alone time. Like, I need him to leave me alone, not talk to me for... Like thirty minutes to an hour, and or more, or more. and um, just give me my space because I don't want to, you know, being in my anger, say something I don't really mean, and like I've always been like that. So that's just one of my, you know, boundaries and rules for him. I can't think of another one, but do you have one? Um. I guess my biggest one um, really would just be like once you start 
just like yelling, like just take it there when I'm just trying to have a conversation. Like that's like my main thing. What do you mean? Like if like I'm just talk just talking and it just gets heated. Like what? Like if I'm just being like calm and then you just get heated. You're heated as hell. So like, what's the bound? What's the boundary part? The I don't know. I like, guess it don't would yell be, at you. Yeah, like the yelling, the raising voice, like that's not needed. Okay. Like that's the thing that that's my biggest one. I I can't stand it. Um, I hate it because like I don't like yelling or you know feeling like I'm just rawr, you know turning like <laughs> I don't like that. To the yeah, like I, I don't like being that dude. Like I right. like I like being calm and cool and. You know, I'm smooth with it. And you like, what I noticed about you is you match energy. I, that's what I'm saying. So like you, if I'm yelling, you definitely going to start yelling too. That's, that's, like, <laughs> that's just how I am. I don't know if that's a, a Aries thing or it's just a me thing. Probably, it's probably like an everybody thing. Like everybody. y'all match energies on some, like for people that who are better than us and like can read energies and like, you know calm down when the other person's angry like you know they probably are like well i'm gonna just give them their space and yeah i can do that sometimes <laughs> I, I say i could do that about 85 percent of the time 85. there's a good 15 percent where i'm like no you're gonna talk to me right now i know I'm like, <laughs> well you're just gonna get this wrath i guess because i told you and i I'm need to be alone i don't care <laughs> Annoying. Stupid self. (laughs) (laughs) But that just goes into our next part. Because we, since we didn't have the tools, we wanted to, like, research and find a person that, who who is qualified. (laughs) And um, we found this. uh, (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Uh, But we found this article on psychology today. And the uh, author... Writer is Barton Goldsmith. He has a PhD in emotional fitness, which I guess is basically psychology. I guess, yeah, yeah. And it's the title is 10 Tips to Help Avoid Ugly Arguments, and that is so important because ugly arguments can just change into a whole different argument, like you literally forget what you were arguing about beforehand start doing a whole nother one and i had a i always do that like when we get into those type of arguments i'll be like wait what is he mad about what am i mad about what are we doing it's annoying (laughs) but (laughs) that's why i want to give y'all these tips um because it tells you if done correctly a fight can be a pathway to growth and problem solving. And so, that's so true. Because like with healthy arguments, it should have a consequence of like bringing good and bringing change and bringing growth into your relationship. Like there's like arguments that we had and like after like there was positive change and like I see, you know, what we argued about not happening anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Necessary. 
Well, let's get into this first tip. So, number one, understand that anger itself is not destructive. There's a vast difference between anger and rage. When someone is angry, they need to state their feelings. They don't break things or relationships. That is rageful behavior. Yes. That, that's, a, that's a key right there. Know the difference between that anger and rage. So I think this is something where you, you really shouldn't. Because um, I think a lot of people, when you see your partner a little riled up, you get ultra defensive instead of trying to hear them out or understand why they are angry. Right. Like you should be like arguments should be like a discussion. Like you should say your piece. He should say his piece and then, you know, try to move on. But if you like, if he's saying this piece and then you thinking like in your brain, like, oh, what am I going to say? Like trying to react. then that's when it fails mm-hmm. and becomes ugly. Another thing with that, too, when somebody's angry, you know, not rageful. You never want to be rageful. If somebody's being rageful, doing all that extra. Breaking they, stuff. That's, that's when y'all really need to have a sit, like, like okay, the minuscule part. Y'all need to have a sit down. Yeah. If they breaking stuff and looking like they're trying to harm you, you get out of Dodge. Or hidden below the belt. That is so immature. Like, oh, that's why your uh, mom is... Like, bringing up people's moms, bringing up people's downfalls that they're insecure about. Like, don't mm-hmm. do that. Like, that's so ugly. And and never call your angry... Never say your angry partner's acting crazy. Yeah. That, that, um, or tell them to calm down. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> listen. Definitely don't if do that you to know no me woman. To calm down, I'm hyping up, okay? Already. Okay, so the second tip is talk about your feelings before you get angry. When you or your partner can approach the situation as it happens and deal with it in a safe way, it may not get to the point of being an argument. Sometimes things just need to be verbalized, and most arguments can be avoided if your partner understands how you feel. And that's, like, um, something that I'm working on. Like, sometimes when I get mad, like, I'll, like, just go under a shell and not want to be talked to and everything. And, like, I'll be comfortable in that shell, and then I'll never want to talk. So, like, you should always be able to express your feelings and Say why you're mad and say what made you mad. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I try to do well at that. Sometimes I don't because I'm just like, I don't know, like overworked or tired. And I don't even really want to have a discussion about it because I don't want it to try, you know, in turn turn into an argument or something or, or me getting mad because you don't understand what I'm saying. You know, now I'm, I'm more upset. But I feel like, on the other hand, you shouldn't avoid, avoid. Like, if you see your partner angry, you shouldn't avoid them. You know, you shouldn't avoid, you know, you should try to at least see what's happening just to show that you care and want to know. But if they, you know, being stubborn, then that's, that's all you could do. Shoot. But just don't ignore them. Because that, that's another thing, like, our first year of marriage, like, whenever you saw me mad or something, you would kind of try to avoid it. 
and then hopefully it will just dissolve and it didn't because I was get getting angrier because he was avoiding me. It's <laughs> yeah. annoying. <laughs> Why? All right, you got the next question. All right, all right. Next tip. Heads. I mean, <laughs> I keep on saying questions. <laughs> They're not questions. Question. Hey, you want to be questions. What? <laughs> tip number three. Don't raise your voice. It's amazing how issues of hurt feelings or differences can be resolved with a whisper. Um, he says that he actually counsels couples who are yellers to only communicate with a whisper, and it greatly reduces the anger factor in their relationships. I find that highly interesting, and I actually want to implement and try that. Yeah, we should try that. I think I think all of our listeners should try that. Whether you you whether you are in a um, monogamous relationship or have somebody that you're involved with heavily because um, the disputes happen um, during those type of situations. Um, I think you should try that. Yeah, we, should, we should try that. Yeah. For real. But I'll, I'll move on. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, first... <laughs> I won't say question. So the fourth... Uh, what do we... Oh, tip, yeah, tip, girl. tip. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, dang. So the fourth tip is don't threaten your relationship and don't take every argument as a threat to your relationship. Ooh. This type of emotional blackmail puts the other partner in panic or flight mode. While you're telling them you want to leave, they might be making plans to find a roommate. In addition, or in addition, they may be so devastated by the thought of losing their family, they can go into a deep depression and be unable to give you what it is you need, which is so important. Mm, that that one was a and that, big old heavy one early. I know. That tip falls under like ultimatums. Like, like if you do if you do this, we done. Like that's unhealthy, toxic. If your partner's doing that, you should probably take a break from that dude. It depends or girl. on ultimatum though. Well yeah, if it's like a health if you're well, doing drugs, like, if you like yeah. a meth addict, like if you in you know, someone doing it's a either, it's either me or the smack girl. Right. If it if anybody is doing interventions on you and there's giving you ultimatum, that's a health healthy ultimatum. Like, I don't want you to. I don't want to see you die. So I'm gonna leave if you if I have to keep on seeing you die like this. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, I don't I don't see how ultimatums are healthy. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. All right, so tip number five, number five, don't stockpile. Stockpiling. This is where you bring up issues from the past to use as a hammer against whatever problem your partner has asked for your help with. Mm-hmm. Deal with their issue first, and if you really have unresolved feelings from past problems, talk about them at another time. Oh, my God, that's another <laughs> key one. Timing is everything. Yeah. Timing is everything. Sometimes it's not the right time to bring stuff up. If I'm giving you my grievance, don't, don't bring, turn around and try yeah. to flip it on me with something that you felt a minute ago that you could have expressed to me. Like, like when we were going through uh, couples counseling before we got married, 
our pastor, Pastor Josh. Shout out to you, Pastor Josh. Shout out, Pastor Josh. Hey, we love y'all. Yes. He was just, um, actually, um, First Lady Teresa said that you really shouldn't bring up other topics or other issues that, you know, your partner has when they're bringing up your issues. You should be able to address that and, you know, try to make uh, resolutions and everything and just not bring up their stuff. Like, just deal with your stuff. And that's like, if you're in a good relationship, you should be able to grow and you should be able to look within yourself and fix the things that need to be fixed. And that's why a lot, like a lot of, relationships of mine ended like either you know dating or friendships like Mm -hmm. if you weren't willing to look within yourself and fix the things that I you know I bring up then there's no reason for us to be you know friends or dating yeah it's not gonna work like you don't you know and if you and if you say something you know to me that you know, I need to change, and I'm, you know, reluctant to do it, like, you know, and vice versa, you know, with it. It's just, people have to be willing to hear the other person out, you know, or hear their partner out, and, you know, understand that they, I don't need to hear your problems right now. I got a problem. Right. Tell me your problem at a different time when I'm not in this headspace. Right. Let's and resolve I, this. I can receive it better. Then. Right. And like the whole like, gr- you know, like I see memes and stuff of like girls taking notes of like and like comedians talking about you know, well I'm gonna take notes you know every time he messes up and then I'm gonna bring it up you know when he messes up again. That's, that's not healthy. Either. That's annoying. That I have you alone. Quickly. All right, well, let's get to this other tip. Number six, don't avoid your anger. If you, if you stuff your feelings long enough, you will explode and say or do things that you will regret. Anger does not diminish love. You can be angry with those you love. In fact, the ones we love hurt us the most because we love them the most. That's it. You can only really be hurt by somebody you love. That's if you, true. If you think about it, can't nobody I don't really care about hurt my feelings. Who are you? Right. It's like, who are you? <laughs> Why are you here? Anyway. <laughs> but that's um, that's a big one. Don't avoid your anger. That's that's one for me that like I, uh, I kind of tiptoe around just because of how angry of a kid I was. So a lot of times I'll be like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I won't you know, even address certain things. I don't let it build up, though. Like, in a way, I don't let it build up. I don't ever try to hold nothing you don't over explode. Chelsea's head or I don't explode or nothing like that. But, like, I will sometimes bring something up that I should have talked about before. Not in, like, an angry way, but I'll be like, well, dang, this, you know, da-da-da-da-da, you know what I'm saying? For example. You know, <laughs> <laughs> For example, this yeah. <laughs> but that kind of falls into the last thing, like yeah, don't stockpile. Yeah, so it's like I can't be doing can't it. Can't stockpile it. Mm-hmm. Let it out. Get it off your chest. 
Wow. <laughs> so, so we want to move on? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tip number seven. Create a process for resolving problems without anger. Start by each of you taking five minutes to state your feelings. Then take a 20-minute break to think about things and come back to the table for another 10 minutes to discuss how you think you can best deal with the problem. Also, know that it's okay if the problem doesn't get solved right away. That was a word <laughs> in the gospel truth. <laughs> it's okay if a problem doesn't get solved right away. Um, a lot of people feel like you, uh, you know, you get, you hear the old saying, you know, never go to bed angry, which you shouldn't. Yes, you should not shouldn't. go to bed angry at each other. But that doesn't mean that the issue needs to be completely solved. Right. You just need to be at a good headspace with one another before you go to the next day. Because when you go to the next day with that same issue, then that energy is brought to the next day. And you should be, you know, not bringing baggage mm -hmm. to the next day. You should be, you know, trying to resolve it uh, as best as you can. Indeed. And, and you know, we done slipped up a good number of times on that. <laughs> I think, I, like, every married couple, like, when people were giving us advice, they were like, don't go to bed angry. Like, that's, like, the top one. And I feel like every married couple did it once, at they, least. They, and they fail more yeah. than once. Like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> just tell us, like, your situation and how you dealt with it, you know? And you're getting to uh, tip number eight, baby? <laughs> Got the gases over there. Oh, man, leave me alone. But um, this one is important, and some women don't, you know, realize this, or men. But abuse is never allowed. This includes verbal abuse, any type of violence, including slamming doors, breaking plates, or hitting. If your arguments escalate to this level, you need to leave the house. If one of, if one partner ever hits another, a police report needs to be made. And an appointment with a therapist is mandatory because that is true. Because if you lay your hands on me, you're going to play with me. Yeah, ain't none of that going you down. You know, Carrington has never did here. that. Never. Okay. Going down. But. That's important, though. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I ain't do nothing either. Don't y'all don't Chelsea does not do that. She ain't did none of that. But at the same time, like if your partner is laying his hand or her hands are on you, like both sexes, like that's unacceptable. Like you should uh, not get to that level in an argument, like at ever, all. ever, 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 ever. And like verbal abuse, that's bad too. And mental that's, abuse. That's honestly like verbal and mental is like, you know, physical depending on the nature of it. You know, you just got a little bit of, you know, a little scar on us. But that verbal and that, you know, that mental, that that cling on to you. Yeah. You know, you, you can you could put on some makeup, cover up, you know, scar. And it's that's not, you're you not saying that, like, oh, no, that's not No, it's that not, bad. it's all horrible. Yeah, it's all but horrible. But, like, you, like, y'all got to watch the way that, y'all got to watch the words that y'all use. Um, People forget how much power that words hold, the things that you speak. 
um, and bring the life. If, um, if they calling you names, that's verbal abuse. Mm-hmm. Don't be trying to control nobody's existence either. Like, I feel like um, a lot of lovers and even friends sometimes um, try to control our partner's existence or our friend's existence. Like, you want things to be, you want them to be the person that you want them to be, but they're not going to ever be that. Because right. they're their own person. God made them that way for a reason. Y'all are supposed to complement each other and bring each of your own abilities and you know things that you have to the table. And it makes that collaborative effort, that relationship, <laughs> strong and last in a good you know bond. And if if he or she is keeping you in the house and saying that you can't go out nowhere, that's kind of abuse too. Run like. You should be able to live your life Run. and see your friends without problems. I period. kicked Chelsea out the house. It was time she wanted to stay home. Girl, you going to go out. I'm an introvert. And introverted as hell. And I'm, I'll be like, go on, get, get out because you ain't finna keep worrying me. Shoot. <laughs> get out of here. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So tip number nine, don't engage. Do not engage. Remember that negative attention is still attention. If your partner tries to goad you into an argument, simply don't go there. Some people actually like to argue because it gives them a temporary feeling of power and gratification. Avoid being sucked into their need for attention. Man, ah, ah, that's so true. I done dealt with, I dealt with women who, who like to do that like they like, found it cute for me to be to get riled up and i never understood that like that is the dumbest thing like, ever like why why would you want somebody to be riled up and angry let alone um the male species like not just a man any man the male species y'all know how destructive dudes are like you, you wanna you wanna dude all angry and mad. You wanna argue with him and start him, get him riled up and acting crazy. Like, why do I don't understand girls that are like that? Well, like I'm, I would, I would say that I'm not like, oh, this is this is gonna be an awesome argument. Let me start this. But like, I know, like, especially when I'm about to start. Uh, yeah, my my cycle. I do get irritable, you know, PMS. You know, I get irritable, and like if he does something, I'ma have to say it, you know. And that's different, <laughs> though. You're not trying to just get a rise out of me. Like I'm talking about, let's say things could be going smooth, like nothing's going on. This I'm talking from experience. I'm not gonna say nothing, no no specifics, none of that. But. Things could be going smooth, ain't nothing going on. We ain't beefing. We having a cool oh, day. Yeah. And then, you know, like, we might just be chilling and out of nowhere, me. you want to just start a argument. No. Like, just bring up something random or... I don't just, be doing that. Like, that's the day. And there are, you know, women and men. And men. Yeah, man, don't man. get it twisted, y'all dudes. Y'all, I know what some of y'all out there like to start arguments with your woman so either you can do some little dirty dirt dirt or you want to see if she still love you or you know all that that's weird testing men like, and women the whole stop testing, testing thing, y'all that's yeah uh, like 
oh, let me, uh, like, I saw this one video where this girl basically baited her boyfriend to, uh, I don't know if you saw I that. I did. Yeah, you know, he saw that. Yeah, what you? But where he, uh, she baited her boyfriend to talk to this other girl because she just wanted to see, you know, to test them, you know, to see if he would, uh, you know, go in. <laughs> he kept on telling her, you know, I didn't do anything with her. Like, everything's cool. Like, we just went out to dinner and blah, blah, blah. And then she called the girl on three-way, and she was just like, you know, you told me all these things happened, and blah, blah, blah. And the girl on the phone was basically was like, you know what? I did lie because I saw that you were baiting him, and, you know, she he basically doesn't, yeah. he, you don't deserve him, basically. And mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, squeeze in there and, and get him, take and, him for she. Cause what happened was too. They actually she actually brought the girl in. Uh -oh. She yeah. What happened was the was, girl is that this the same video. Yeah, because it was on the fit. There was on the video chat. No, nah, she brought that girl in. No, this one I'm talking. She was on a video chat. Oh yeah, no, nah, the one I'm talking about. She brought the girl in. Same type. I don't know if well, it's the same video, but same situation. It's the same situation, same situation. and it always happens. Yeah, she she sent the sent the sent her friend out to you know try to hook up with her dude. They, you know, just uh, went to dinner or whatever, nothing else. But she lied and told the girl, the friend told her that, you know, they went back to a room. You know, they did their little thing, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So she never tells her, her boyfriend this. Mm -hmm. But then she tries to confront him like, yeah, I know you cheated. I right. know you cheated. Like, right, she I told me, I set it up. <laughs> and, I, and he's like, I never did nothing. And then lo and behold, she they did. bring the girl in. She's like, I got the girl here. And the girl's like, well... I lied because I don't think you deserve him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, if, if, and I don't blame those women for lying because if you see a woman, a woman, this is probably off topic and like on a bunny trail. Oh, but, <laughs> but if you see a woman, especially if you're a type of woman that wants to date, wants to be in love, wants to get married, and you see a woman, you know, ba basically baiting her man and trying to have you, you know. I guess, you know, get involved with him. <laughs> you know, of course, the if they want all that, the girl's going to see that he's a good dude, not trying to do all that, and try to squeeze in there and um, take a pot. Yeah. Y'all better stop doing that stuff. Stop baiting and, and don't be women and men. And that, that's another thing. I don't want to get too into it because it might be something for another episode. Yeah. Don't be telling your friends y'all relationship business. No bedroom talk like that. That like, is another episode. We can talk about it a little bit, but don't you dare tell them how good it was. Sneak peek for another Sneak episode. Yeah. We're going we to get into that later. But, so um, yeah. for this last, last tip, tip. Last tip. Listen to your body. When you are angry, your body releases chemicals that may cause you to react in ways that can be destructive to you, your partner, and your relationship. Learn to understand your feelings and how the process of anger affects you physically and emotionally. Man. That is true. That is, that's essential. I think a lot of people need to be more aware of themselves. Of themselves, yes. Like, I think sometimes you get so caught up in the emotion that you don't feel how your body's reacting. And that could be, it. like I said, that can be quite harmful um, to you. Like, being mad and just all super hype all the time. Like, hypertension, 
is is a real thing. Gonna give yourself a heart attack. For real. Be like, mad so long. Like, y'all be thinking that your grandparents are playing and making my blood pressure raise. That's for real. That's because for real. you're making them angry. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, bringing this up again. That's why I take a break from when I'm mad and from Carrington, like, going to my room or, you know, taking a walk. Like, that's basically what I need to do to get to my, you know, I feel my body, you know, getting mad. So I just need to have that alone time to, you know, calm down mm-hmm. and, you know, be one with myself, meditate. I'm just kidding. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all need that. But no, for real, people um take time to just, just to meditate. Meditate. Yes, yes. You know, get get out of them, get out of them negative emotions. Breathe and breathe, and get to a good head state to where you can talk to somebody in a constructive way. But the last part of this article, the last little paragraph says, research has shown that couples who argue more than twenty percent of the time are probably not going to survive. Hopefully, these tips will help you get your arguments under control and reduce the level of energy in those arguments. If not, and if you want to keep your relationship, you need to find a qualified couples therapist. And we'll talk about therapy at another time. Another time. Another time. But that has been our show. Basically. We want to thank you all. Um, this is the second installment. We're getting a little bit more comfortable with this. Hopefully, we didn't seem as nervous as the first episode because we was <laughs> definitely nervous. Don't lie. Super, super nervous. We're not going to lie to you. We're not going to lie. But we, we're we more comfortable now. Um, we got a whole bunch of content coming up. We got a, you know episodes already planned out for you. What, what are we going to do next? I think next episode is going to be what? Five love languages. Love languages. I love this. Yeah. Um, it's constantly changing. It's dope. Um, we'll get into that. We'll have links to all that. Can't wait to talk about that one. But uh, once again, this has been The Way Love Goes. I'm Carrington Hawkins. I'm Chelsea Hawkins. Until next time, peace, love, chicken grease, all that good shit. Pice.